request your prayers today uh, to pray for us. Um, I have been struggling the last few weeks over ministry than what I can recall doing in a long time. Because of recent events, I cannot say that these events has not had an effect on me because they have. And it seems like I am being changed. I, st- I started before all this, you know, I, I started, was going to preach several messages uh, in the book of Joshua. And every time that I, I go to my office or get to my study place at home, something gets a hold of me and grips me. You may get tired of hearing some of this stuff, but I can't help it. I, I feel like I feel like Jeremiah felt God sent Jeremiah to prophesy to the people before the destruction of Israel to warn them that destruction was coming. And they didn't accept it. They didn't believe him. They threw him down in a pit and he sunk into the mar, if I'm not mistaken, waist deep. And he he said, I'm not going to speak no more of this. I'm going to keep my mouth closed. Because every time I open my mouth, it seems like I get in trouble. I mean, that's, that's paraphrasing. But he says, I can't do it because it's like fire shut up in my bones. I stand up here today, and I look over this congregation of people. And from my heart, and this include this includes those that are not here today, be it at youth camp or wherever they may be. I am so proud of every one of you. Many of us go back a long time. We have been in this thing for years. We're close-knit. We're more than just a church. We're a family. And I know anybody in this place would do anything they could do for anybody else if they're needed. Forgive me, brother. Brother Darrell, because I know you you don't you're not gonna like what I fix and say because you're not that kind of man. You 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 keep it to yourself, but I, I've just got to I've got to share something. He paid out of his own pocket the fees for Kelly's girls to go to camp. 
when he signed the paper, he had to sign it by faith. He didn't know for sure. He said, you know, but God made a way, and he did it. And right up to this point right now, at least one of them's got the Holy Ghost. Yeah, glory. Brother, rarely do I see a, some, a person with the heart that you have for people. This man, he loves, yeah. he's got compassion, yeah. he's a giver. God is going to bless him more than he can ever imagine. We're going to see his rest of his family, his other children come in. God ain't going to wind this thing down and leave your children out. God ain't going to do it. I'm proud of every one of you. I love every one of you. And because we've been so tight-knit all these years, and we ain't like some congregations where there's fussing, fighting, feuding, and clicks here and clicks there. We, we are, Honestly, there's an honest love for God. I want, I want us all, when it's time to go, to leave here together. Yeah. Amen. I don't want one person running back out to 2320 Baker Station Road and, and breaking in a door and looking around trying to find somebody because they've been left behind. I want everybody to go. So you might not understand everything I say from here on out. And you might wonder, does he know anything else in the Bible? But I'm compelled. I'm compelled to give you what God has given me. The Lord gave me a dream the other night. I'm not, never have been one for dreams, God blesses a lot of people with, with dreams. He uses them in that way. And I, I don't, that's something I have never really done. So when I do have them, I know, I, I know where they come from. I had a dream this past week that we were standing outside our church. It must have been after a service because people were standing around talking and fellowshipping. And uh, as usual, I always try to rush to get you, uh, get you out of here at time. That's when the talk starts, and then I have to start cutting the lights on you to get you out of here. Everybody likes to fellowship. I, I, I'm, you know, that's that's you know, we was doing what we what we love to do. And everybody else, you know, talking to one another, fellowship, and just 
a good time. But something caught my eye. And I was the only one who saw it. It was one of the most strangest cloud formations that I had ever seen. It was, it was off at a distance. And it was enfolded in itself. I'd never seen nothing like that before in my life. I've seen all kinds of shapes and forms of clouds. When you go up in an airplane, you know, you can look out and you see all kind of shapes of clouds and different things. I have never seen nothing like that before. And I was looking at it for a few minutes and nobody else noticed it. And finally, just something welled up within me and I throwed up my finger and I says, y'all look at that. And everybody stopped what they was doing, and everybody looked. And at the time that everybody looked, there were people in white robes coming up from out of the ground towards the cloud. And I cried out. I said, it's Jesus. God has let me know he has placed me here for this time and this hour. We're getting ready. We're going to get out of here. We're going to go through some stuff. But glory to God, we're going we're gonna to be like the Marines. We're not going to leave one behind. We're going to take them. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 21, verses 29 through 32. And like I said, I, I, I'm going to watch the clock and I'm going to speak until I feel like the Holy Spirit tells me it's time to shut it down and I'll finish it up tonight. This is what it reads. And he spoke to them a parable. Behold the fig tree, when they now shoot forth, you see and know of your own selves that summer is nigh at hand. So likewise ye, when you see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, this Let me stop to point out something. It's on the Bible on the screen, and I am fairly sure it's going to be that way in most of your Bibles. He said, Verily I say unto you, comma, this. Do you notice that word this is capitalized? Now, I struggled to get, get uh, to pass English class and grammar and all that when I was in school, but I did know that, that that right there is not really supposed to be capitalized. Matter of fact, every time I bring that up on my computer, it shows it as being a uh, grammatical error. But the reason why it's capitalized is because that's the way it is in the original. 
So when Jesus said, this generation shall not pass to all be fulfilled, he wasn't talking about that generation that he was living in back in that day. The generation he was talking about is what we just got through reading. When you see these things, you know summer is nigh. So likewise, ye, when you see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till a double l all be fulfilled. The generation that you see these things coming to pass in is going to be the generation that it's going to wind up. Lord, as we come today, I thank you and I praise you for your grace, your mercy. I thank you for how you've blessed us today. Now I call upon you, holy God, to help me, anoint me, to deliver the word you've given me right now, and we'll give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, let the church say Amen and amen. You can be seated. I'm going to transfer. Just popping and crackling, causing too much noise. I want to speak to you on a subject titled today, Approaching Thunder. A storm is coming. Oh, God. Approaching Thunder. A storm is coming. Now, I'd like to begin this message by telling you a little inside story which deals with myself and your first lady back there, Sister Darlene. I want to give you a little something that inside that happens in our life between she and I. Now, I know this is going to be hard for some of you to believe, especially Sister Kathy. And it's going to be hard for you to believe, but I have been known to be a little mischievous from time to time. Well, <laughs> hallelujah. Don't get mad at Ronnie Michelle. It's probably not all his fault. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, I've been known to be a little mischievous from time to time, and if I can get something going, most time I will. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well. <laughs> Here's one of those times, if, if we're out in a car going somewhere, and then all of a sudden, Darlene noticed that the trees on the leaves are turned the wrong way. The, the, the backsides are facing more. You can see the silvery backside more than the green. And when she sees that, she says, well, it's going to rain, going to be raining, it'll be raining. All the old folks from always said that, when you see those leaves turn, turn like that, it'll be raining within 24 hours. And, <laughs> uh, and um, 
Of course, that opens up a door for a little old me. And I'll start in. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Them, them leaves on them trees don't know nothing. But you know what? Most of the time, it proves me wrong. Most of the time. <laughs> the fact of the matter is there are many signs. Some of them are old, old like that that the older folks used to go by years ago and, uh, and things like that. But there are many signs which nature gives us to let us know that things are changing, a change in the weather is coming. And we learn these signs as we get older and we get more experience. We see things and things in nature lets us know something. I tell you one thing, I do believe. I, I mean, I, I've not been a big farmer, but I have raised things and put out uh, gardens, uh, worked uh, uh, with uh, uh, dad, uh, Darlene's dad and my dad uh, some when I was uh, younger and everything. And uh, I, I come to believe there's a little something to it that when those shucks on that corn's a little bit thicker, you better look out. I believe in some of the old, 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 old things like that. And nature's got a lot of signs uh, that, uh, uh, that lets us know that changes are coming in the weather. Uh, if the wind begins to kick up, you start having wind gusts, and you hear distant thunder and lightning coming closer and closer uh, at, until, bam, it hits. Somebody told me something one time, uh, and, uh, and I've tried it, and it's pretty well close to true. They told me a lot of years ago, a, a, a lot of sailors out on the ocean, uh, when they heard thunder coming, um, when, oh, excuse me, when they saw a, a lightning hit, when it lightened in the sky, that they would start and they would count from 1 to 15. 1 1,000, 2 1,000, 3 1,000, and go to 15. And uh, if you hear that thunderclap after the lightning, within you count that 15 times, that's, uh, that means it's a mile away. And you try that sometimes, and, you, and you'll notice as a storm's coming, Pretty soon, you will not get, be able to get to 15. You won't be able to get to 10. When it gets right up on you, just about as soon as the lightning flashes, it thunders. These are, these, these, these are I'm just, I'm laying a, found, a foundation of a groundwork here. Uh, that even nature, there's certain signs that you can uh, look to to let you know that, that something's coming. Well, you don't have to be super spiritual to see the signs which lets us know a storm is coming. And I'm not talking about a rainstorm. I'm not talking about hell and, or a tornado or a hurricane. But as we look upon the horizon, a storm is coming, and it's headed right for the United States of America. And it won't stop until it encompasses the whole world. It's not going to stop here. It's going to continue till it encompasses the whole world. We don't have much time. It is already set in motion. Now, we might want to ask the question, can it be averted or postponed? Well, anything is possible. 
But a whole lot of correction has to be made which has headed us down this path before we can even think about it being averted. A whole lot of correction would have to be made. But church, the danger is so real and imminent. We cannot afford to just sit and pray hoping that it will pass. This message today is about you being ready for it. Hey, I mean, on one hand, when I think about it, you know, all the things that we see that's changing, a lot of it, you know, myself, my flesh, I don't like to see it. I mean, there, there are small uh, kids and children that I would, you know, like to see what, what, what they can make of themselves and what they grow up to be and, and, and all of those kind of things. And, and as far as natural life, Sister Darling and myself are being blessed right now more than we ever have been. And, uh, and, and over 40 years we've been, uh, been married. God has blessed us. He, uh, it's just, it just it's, it's amazing how much we, we are being blessed. Hallelujah. But I, so I, uh, even though I'd like to, like the old song they used to sing, wait a little longer, please, Jesus. I, amen. I would like to see this storm averted. I would like to see it postponed. But I cannot afford, amen, just to sit and fold my hands and pray and hope it don't happen. But I've got to get ready. And you have got to get ready. You don't have to be super spiritual minded. Hallelujah. You don't. Hallelujah. We must act diligent and focus on preparation because we know that right in, oh, hallelujah, right in the height of this storm, when the wind is raging the highest, amen, and all the things have come against us that the Bible said is going to come against us. Right in the middle of that, the Bible says, amen, that the Lord would shorten the time because if he didn't shorten the time, no flesh would be saved. That's how bad it's going to be. But he said for the elect's sake, the days would be shortened. Almighty God, hallelujah, amen, right in the heart of the storm. Glory to God, Jesus is going to spit those storm clouds and he's going to call his children out of that before it comes. My Lord of God, please, please do not consider what has been happening to be just the same as events in past generations. If I know, if this preacher, if I know anything the least little bit about the Word of God, and I do not claim to know it all because the more that I study it, the more I realize I don't know. But if I know the least little bit about God's Word, I know, I know that this is the last generation. This is the generation that will see Jesus coming in the clouds with power and great glory. We're here 
we're at it. Brother Bobby, one, he, he was saying this very same thing when he was teaching this morning. When I stepped in, he said, you know, you know, people say, well, you know, I've heard that all my life, yeah. But we, we are here at it. We are here at it. And just like in my dream, God has called me. He calls different, different ones for different things, but God has called me to be a pointer. To try to get people's attention. Look. 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 Hallelujah. I'm going to, there are three things that I, that I want to talk about in this message, and I will probably just cover the first point, and we'll finish it up uh, tonight. The first point I want to talk about is take heed to the warning signs. Take heed to the warning signs. A couple years ago out at White's Creek High School, they placed a a new, uh, and they did it around all metro schools, most all of them, I think. But out there, they had, they put up a new uh, uh, tornado warning uh, thing. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what, when that thing goes off, it's capable of waking the dead. Hallelujah. And they, they are there. And they're placed all over the city because they want to give people the, the best chance to know something bad is coming. To give you time to get to some horror of safety. Can I tell you the Lord has let you live this morning and gave you strength to be in his house this morning? He's granted this not only here but churches everywhere that speak and preach the truth to give people a chance to get prepared. God says, I want you to get into a safe place. Ron Howes, he'll, uh, every time nowadays it's just the least little bit of thunder, they start, man, and they'll, they'll take off all of the programming and they'll, that's all you'll hear all night. And every once in a while they'll say, all right, this, this is crossing this road now. Get, in, get into your safe place. And sometimes, you know, we get complacent, and especially for me if NCIS is on. I'm going to say, put the NCIS back on. Hallelujah. I want to I I see what Jethro does. Hallelujah. And you know what? That's what we do spiritually. God begins to sound the warning, the alarm. And sometimes we get in the service just like we had here this morning. Amen. And some, you know, there's always going to be one or two that get so complacent. Whether we get our mind on something else, we wonder what's going on or what. Amen. But we just simply ignore the blowing of the horn. When it's intended to give you time to get in a safe place. And on this Sunday morning, God with his love, who loved you enough to die for you and to shed his blood for you, he's saying, I'm warning you through this preacher that I've called. Get in your safe place. And your only safe place for this storm that's coming is in the name of the Lord. Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the 
don't ignore. Don't ignore the blowing of the siren. Don't be caught out in the open. Why do you think everybody, stop and think about this. Why is everybody so down on the name of Jesus? They don't want that name spoke. They don't want it mentioned nowhere. Hallelujah. Even... Even, even, even pot smoking Willie Nelson. Here recently, went to put on a concert, a, a concert, and they they told him, says, don't don't mention nothing about Jesus. Now, why would they? I mean, that, that don't make sense. He wasn't coming to put on a gospel concert, but when he cracked, uh, opened up, he strummed that old guitar his that's wore out with a hole right down in front, and he started singing a song about Jesus. Hallelujah. They don't want to hear that name. Mohammed is okay. Homosexuality is okay. But nobody likes to hear the name of Jesus. But friend, when you look at that picture and you see those warning horns right there, that's what the name of Jesus is. It means Savior. It means safety. Jesus is your safe place. He's the only one you can run to for protection in the hour in which we are living in. If you believe that, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Matthew 16, verses 2 and 3. This is the words of Jesus. And he answered and said unto them, when it is evening, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky uh, is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. Oh, ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the time. God never does anything without sending signs first. In the book of Amos, I believe it's Amos, one, it, it, it's an old Testament prophet spoke and says, God would, nev would never do anything without first informing his servants, the prophets. Hallelujah. What are signs for? Signs are for your safety. Signs are for your protection. Signs are to warn you about different things upon the road that it would be your best interest to pay attention to them. Take heed to the warning signs, church. Take heed to the signs that God has given. Luke 21, verses 25 and 28. And there shall be signs in the sun... How many has been hearing about the things that's been happening with the sun here lately? Do you know it's been upsetting 
lot of things on earth. And now, even scientists are predicting that somewhere between 2020 and 2030, they said that the sun is going to go to sleep. They're predicting the sun to go to sleep, and they said it's going to, we're going to have graphic uh, drops in temperature. Uh, put together two and two, what's happening right now? There will be signs in the sun and in the moon. I'm going I did a teaching when this before it started, and we're still in the middle of the four blood moons. The next one's going to be in the month of September, which is going to be at a very interesting time. For the Jews, I'm expecting something to happen big in September. All these things the Bible predicted. See, these these consecutive moons with the with the solar eclipse in in in, in the middle of them. Uh, it's been many, many, many generations since that has happened. But God said there'd be signs in the sun, in the moon, and stars. And upon the earth, distress of nations. The world's in distress right now. Greece is only one of them. Hallelujah. With perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Hallelujah. Men's heart failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then, everybody say then. Shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. I didn't get a chance to go to the funeral the other day. I was kind of tied up, and I was busy. But I, I, I stopped, and I thought about it, and just kind of to myself, Brother Paul, I paid my condolences to someone passed away that we used to see quite a lot of around in this old United States of America. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about the death of common sense.
Hallelujah. Everybody just plain, just turned plain common and forgot the sense. Let's, let's finish three. And then shall they see the sign of the Son of Man coming with power and great glory, verse, verse 28. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Hallelujah. The signs are everywhere. Now here, let me... Let me explain you this, and like I said, I'm not going no further than this. I've we're giving you the last scripture I'm going to give to you. I'm fixing to close. The people will say, well, there's always have been war. That's true. When you talk about earthquakes, they say there's always, yeah, there always have been earthquakes. But none of this stuff has happened and all come together just like it is right now and on the scale that it has. Seismologists are scared right now that the big one that they have been predicting for hundreds of years may just very well soon hit California. This past week, this past week, something has happened. Sometimes they'll have one or two Out there in some parts of California, they have a little shaking or a little quaking. Just about every day. But this past week, there were over 50 that happened in one day. And the scientists are concerned. They say because they don't know why that it's increasing. And all around the planet, there, there's an area uh, called the Ring of Fire. Some are saying that given on the right circumstances and the right conditions, half the planet could literally blow up and break off and fly off into the universe. They said it's possible. Sign, the signs are every, everywhere. Now, I read to you last week scriptures that talked about the Antichrist system and this world system. And what would happen that per points so doggone close to the current administration leading us into this thing is not, is, is not funny at all. Hallelujah. God does not hate people. He loves people. but he does despise the sins. Our nation took a turn down a road of which that has taken all the shields, it's going to take all the blessings, and everything that we've been used to is going to take it away. I don't want to hear about it no more. I, 
I'm, 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 there's so much stuff going on, I don't want to hear about it. But I'll, I'll leave you. Brother, Brother Darrell, I want you to come on up. Sister Debbie, give us a course. There might be somebody here today. Please don't ignore the signs. The sirens are going off. I thought I would vomit when I when I seen that night after that the Supreme Court did what they did, how that Obama had them have, have the White House lit up like that. I, he, you know, he kicked somebody out the other day of one of his press conferences that they're having at the White House because they was heckling. And that arrogant thing had the nerve to say, hey, this is my house. That ain't his house. That's our house. The White House is the people's house. And to have the nerve and the gall to light up the people's house with that stuff glorifying what the Supreme... You know what, Brother Travis? Somebody noticed about that just a, just a day or two after that when we celebrated the fourth, the birthday of this nation. Wonder how come that the White House wasn't lit up with red, white, and blue, but it wasn't. The Bible says this system and this beast, amen, would speak great swelling words, lifting up his own self. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Do not ignore the signs. I'm going to finish this. Now, we're going to talk about, Lord willing, we're going to talk about preparation tonight and then riding out the storm. If there's any way possible, please. Please be here for, for the finishing up of this. Let's all stand.